What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 24 of Yo, the Business and Fitness Podcast with me and my main man, my brother from another Slovenian mother, Luca. Boom, boom, Hosevar. Oh, yes, my friends. He is here. I am here. We're ready to roll. Uh, today, we're going to talk about how to organize, prioritize, and then get shit done as a gym owner because I just want to share with you guys really quick. We, you know, weekly in Yo, Grow Your Gym, we ask questions, right? We say, hey, guys, what's the biggest problem you're facing right now? And we had three or four of our top students come out and say, hey, listen, you know, I'm dealing with, Eric said, distractions, fighting overwhelm, knowing what has to be done, um, when it needs to be done, managing my mental energy, the daily discipline seems to help, but the stress is home-based. Uh, we have another uh, uh, student staff who said, you know, taking on new clients, have several leads, but the workload has gone up significantly, and I've found that my systems for onboarding clients needs work. Everything feels more chaotic than usual. Um, my biggest concern is fine-tuning my systems and getting better organized. And same thing from one of our students, Marcus, and Drew as well. It's, you know, it's overwhelmed. And how to focus on between generating leads and delivering a great experience and growing new offerings and putting out content. And then for Drew, it's getting his new location up before the deadline. So I know our listeners, Luca, like I know you and I have dealt with this over the years. I'm for sure 100% positive that our listeners are dealing with the same thing in some capacity because I'm going to go out on a limb and say, outside of the restaurant business, the gym business and the fitness industry is one of the toughest in the world due to saturation and competition and having to wear so many hats. And, you know, the, it's just, it's a lot to deal with guys. So let's everybody just take a deep breath for a minute. <sighs> just soak in that positive energy. And what we're going to, Luke and I are going to do today is we're going to kind of break down how to get organized first. I mean, Luca just, he only got three hours of sleep last night because he was up organizing his, his place to True story. get the 9 million books that he owns <laughs> into bookshelves. But that organization will allow him to then prioritize what's important, not just in his business life, but in his personal life, and then be able to get shit done efficiently and productively. And I think that in that order is what makes the most sense to me because, guys, I'll just say this and I'm going to ask Lucas some questions. If your desk is messy, your mind is messy. If your home is messy, your mind is messy. And then we wonder why we can't prioritize or get shit done. Or, you know, the problem also is when you say priorities, I want you to rewind that and just say priority one at a time, right? You can make a list of priorities, but it's going to be a lot harder to get prioritized if you're not organized. So we need to organize your life and your business first. And then we can start looking at, okay, what are my priorities? What's the main priority today? And then, okay, I'm going to efficiently attack this thing with no distractions, write that shit down, no distractions means you're not checking your phone every five seconds, or you don't have the dinging on on your computer that annoys the shit out of especially me. And that way you guys can become hyper efficient and more focused. Now, side note, very soon, Luke and I are releasing Yo Manage Your Time, which is a quick start action guide in how to get organized very quickly. It also includes seven day uh, example of our planner that we're coming out with in the next probably probably the end of mm, end of March, early April, the planner will come out. But in the next week, you guys will see, uh, you'll manage your time. We also have some other solutions for you guys. And they're absolutely 100% free of charge. I'll just trade you that email <laughs> for that. And the cool part is then obviously Luke and I will email you guys more tips, tricks, strategies that we know are working for, for us because at the end of the day, we want you guys to win. We want to create uh, an, a positive effect and impact on at least a thousand trainers this year. And that starts with those uh, quick you know, start guides and cheat sheets that we've created, plus the planners coming out, which is going to be a 90 day planner. 
which will allow you guys to get crystal clear and focused. And to our knowledge, it's the, it'll be the only gym specific or fitness business specific planner on the market. And I'm putting a lot into this thing. Lucas is putting a lot into this thing so that we can get you guys high quality products and tools that will actually help you do what we're talking about today. So Luca, why don't we roll out and say, okay, organization inside, we'll apply this to business, right? I mean, it's great to talk about, hey, get your life organized in your personal lives, which I think is very important as well, guys. But let's, let's switch this over to business. Um, you know, what would you say if, if you hear these, these, these students in our group and they're talking about, hey, I'm feeling overwhelmed. There's so many things I have to focus on. You know, why don't you break down how you do it at Vigor and what your advice is for our listeners? I, you know, you were, I was going to jump in because you, you said something. I was like, oh, man, I was as I was stacking the uh, books last night, you know, I'm obviously like putting the books in the shelves and going over stuff that I've read. And I am uh, have a little section that's for uh, Joseph Campbell, who I hope everybody knows, who wrote, you know, the hero with a thousand faces, but the hero's journey, which everybody knows. Um, but he had this thing, man, I like, so. I feel like this is very like, look, this is going to all play in. Cause every single time somebody says, even for ourselves, for me and you Krebsy, right? Like it, when it comes to getting shit done, every single person, no matter how much better you get at managing your energy and your time, like you can get better, right? Like I've improved tenfold with my productivity and I guarantee you I could improve another tenfold. Right? So when we hear, you know, gym owners and, and coaches go, man, it's just, you know, I just don't have time. I'm just always working on that or whatever. And, you know, once we actually analyze their day, we're like, oh, wow, there's, you know, you're really not working on the things that move your business forward. Or like, hey, you're not even like, you're, you're staying busy, but you're not really doing any productive work. And the reason I bring it back to, you know, to, to, um, to Joseph Campbell, what I saw is because in The Power of Myth, which is another great book, he said that everybody should build a bliss station. Now, listen, just hear me out on this because when I, when I read it and when I give you kind of like an example of what that is, I think a lot of this will start making sense. So he said, you must have a room on a certain hour or a day where you don't know what was in the newspapers that morning. You don't know who your friends are. You don't know, who, uh, you know what you owe anybody. You don't know what anybody owes you. This is a place where you can simply experience and bring forth what you are and what you might be. It's the place of creative incubation. At first, you may find that nothing happens there, but if you have a sacred place and use it, something eventually will. Now, this is for, you know, he talks about the creative, creative uh, and he talks about having a room or a certain hour. Uh, it's not just the where, but also when, it, and it's not just a sacred space, but a sacred time, you know, and, and kind of like the, you know, the deluxe package would obviously be both. Um, that you know a special room and a special hour that you enter but i think that you can make up for a lack of one or the other um i don't shit i don't know you know you got kids so let's say you got a small apartment you got kids and um you, you know you have no room for the bliss station that means you only have time which may be when the kids are asleep or at school or whatever right but the, the or if you have an unpredictable schedule but the point being is that you create a space and or a time or preferably both which i think most people can do to get shit done that's very, very specific, right? And like what a lot of the stuff that we hear people, I would say, um, talk about is, you know, like for instance, whether it's I want to generate more leads or we, you know, even in that question, uh, we heard, you know, things are getting overwhelming. So systems, 
follow up, uh, you know, all, all those different things that like move the business forward, sales, marketing, fulfillment, um, you know, team leadership, um, building systems, all that's part of those kind of like big rocks. Right. And the, the, the key is that you have to make, you know, what's healthiest is that you got to make a daily appointment to disconnect from the world so you can connect with yourself and do the things that matter. Right. You, you, you must, you must. And the more that you create that and find that, you know what I mean? Like the better off you'll be. And I, I know for, I mean, even from, for myself, you know, I'm still kind of like learning on what's the best place for myself and, you know, investing in uh, noise canceling headphones, which look three to 400 bucks. Trust me, like that shit works so good. That'll make you who knows how much a lot, <laughs> a lot more than three to 400, make that shit back in an hour. You know what I mean? Like the point being is, do you have a blocked out time in your schedule, right? And it's blocked out, you know, blocked out like it, you block out time for your kids where you do work, okay? And it has to be like, think about it this way. Uh, because I promise you that what probably happens, like you're probably doing work and your computer's on and you got your phone on. And you know, when your phone's on, like all of a sudden you're in and out. We know from like, you know, uh, Cal Newport talks about it in book Deep Work, that when you get distracted, like basically for, for 20 minutes, you can't get back to deep work. So imagine, you know, you're somewhere, you're doing, you're doing work, you kind of get into it, you do about 15 minutes of it, boom, somebody distracts you. Now it takes 20 minutes for you to get back to it and somebody distracts you. And in three hours, you really just get 30 minutes of work. But if you had two to three hours of undistracted work, man, that shit moves things forward like crazy. So you got to like, you got to start making airplane mode a way of life. Like, let me repeat that. Okay. Make airplane mode a way of life. Why am I saying that? When you've gone on a flight, what happens? Like, I don't even know you can get Wi-Fi on a lot of flights. I, I won't get Wi-Fi, right? You're in airplane mode. In an airplane mode, like long flights, I usually read through books fully. Uh, I jot journals and notes on like different projects, marketing, copy, I get hella done and you'll hear some of the most productive people go like, yo, I love take, there's people that take flights to get work done. Like literally we'll fly to a city, go get dinner, fly back. You know what I mean? They're on a flight for five hours. They get 10 hours of undistracted work and they say it's the most productive work they do. Same for me. I disconnect what you have to learn because on a flight, you're like, oh, okay, I'm on a flight. I'm away from everything. I'm disconnected. You know, I'm on airplane mode. So now I can read or work or do whatever. But you got to make airplane work a, a, a mode, a way of life for yourself, right? Where you can turn that shit off, like all, everything off and just do the work that needs to be done. And I think that that is more of a problem than anything else. It's like having that bliss station, having that, it's that, you know, that time where it's dedicated specifically for certain tasks. And of course, part of that, as, as you know, Krebs, and you just said, you know, we're creating this planner because we want people to strategize. That's everybody in our group does Sunday strategy sessions, game film, and they plan the week out and they determine what are the biggest things that they got to do to move the business forwards. Right. So that's, you know, that's, that's what has to become a part of your life. And you might be like, well, but I don't have off. It doesn't matter. Like I got, I got two offices and I don't, I only stay in them like for shorter periods of time because I, I just don't work well in them for more than like an hour, hour and a half. So I go to Boom Buna, which is a coffee spot where I just am able to do really, really good work. I notice now 
that if I get noise canceling headphones, I'm great for about two to three hours, like just zoning out, like I said. And also when I go into airplane mode, I get so much more shit done. You know, like, like last week, basically I had a, I had a deadline and I had to meet Joel um, at his spot. And uh, uh, I only had about two hours. And I got more work done in two hours with specific like things in front of me that I needed to finish than a lot of times I'll do in like two to three days, right? And it comes back to that. So why, you know, why not replicate the experience of the ground? You don't need to be on a plane to, p- to practice airplane mode, right? Popping some cheap earplugs or like I said, noise canceling fe- headphones, switch your phone or, or, you know, or tablet or whatever else on, on airplane mode. And then you can transform any, you know, commuter stretcher that bliss station time into an opportunity to reconnect with yourself and your work and get shit done. Right. It doesn't have to just be a setting on your phone. It can be a whole way of life. And that's how you do that. I mean, the cool part is, is with technology, what I love about this guys is that, you know, Luca brings up distractions and airplane mode. If you have an iPhone, you guys can go and look at screen time and you can also set up limitations on all your apps. You can set downtime on your phone, which I have automated every night. It shuts down at a certain time and I can't get to my stuff before a certain time in the morning because most of us can't be trusted with the phone in our hands. And it's because most of those apps guys are built. They are built 100% to keep you on them so they can get more people to spend money for ads because your eyes are there, right? The dollars go where the eyes are. So you have to be intentional. And that's one of the words I want to use. And it's a a word that I use for myself every day. It's why I set my daily intentions as part of my daily discipline. So the first thing I do is I take warrior greens. Second thing I do is I do 10 minutes of soft tissue work and uh, mobility. Third thing I do is calisthenics, right? I do four exercises for 50 reps each just to get my blood flowing. And then I read and set my daily intentions. Usually it's about five to seven things that I want to focus on that day. Being intentional is so important because it, shit, we did interviews at the last Yo Grow Your Gym Mastermind. And we said, hey, you know, just uh, go talk to our guy, Tyler, who's our video guy and, you know, tell him what the, 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 the program did for you. And the first seven people were like, clarity, clarity, it's giving me clarity, it's giving me clarity, it's giving me clarity because we force people to stop and look at what they're doing. So you have to audit your life right now and take a look and say, wow, I'm overwhelmed. Am I creating overwhelm? Number one. Number two, is my sleep schedule on point so that I'm waking up feeling rested? Cool. What does my daily morning discipline look like, aka my habits that I'm locked into? My addictions, my rituals, not something that I do for a week and stop doing or convince myself that I don't do it. So if you go to my Instagram, at Steve Krebsy with an I, every day I post it. Now, I'm sure I've lost followers because of this. Don't care. You know why? Because that is for me. That is for me. It's not for anybody else. It's so I can be held accountable because I know if I say I'm going to put it out there every day, I'll do it. So I don't skip it. So I show up in a better state of mind. So I'm more efficient when I do my work and more productive. And that's where it starts, guys. Like, we don't want to jump to step 74 right now. I want you to get really intentional with what do you want to create? Because I think, Luca, don't you agree? When, When overwhelm, a lot of times, especially in the gym game, it's man, there's so many things to do in a day and it's easy to feel scarcity and be taken off track, miss your own workouts. Though I know Lucas never really had that issue because again, he's super dedicated to his own training. But a lot of fit pros that we coach, 
don't have that same wherewithal. They don't, they don't, they'll miss workouts because they have families, they have kids, they have other things going on that, that add another wrinkle into the, to the game. So when we talk about this, Luke, and we talk about overwhelm and stress and not knowing what to do from your point of view, right? Like how important is it to make sure that you're taking care of yourself now? You've made a big shift just recently again, because we're in constant pursuit of how do we get better at this and how do we become more intentional and how do I work more efficiently so I can have a life outside of everything that we're doing? Like, do you have any insights on just like the simple things that gym owners can do right now today without having to go purchase anything else that will help them get a little more clear in what they need to do, right? Okay, say they're organized. Okay, what do they need to prioritize? And I know this is a loaded question because everybody's different, we talk to enough people and you, especially you talk to enough, you know, fitness folks to know generally what the issues that they're having is. What do you think, man? I know it's an open-ended question, but I think this is going to be really valuable for everybody. I, I've talked about this before, as far as like, you know, understanding, like what are the things that move the business forward? Um, and I'd say repetitively, like, you know, call it whispers and screams, right? It's a really good analogy for like your, your screams are the things that are like make a difference. Right. Most of the time, I mean, we've kind of categorized this right as far as uh, marketing, sales, systems, uh, delivery, fulfillment of you know what you promised your service, um, and obviously to me, team building and team leadership is a big one too. Th those are big rocks. Now, you know, which one is the most relevant to you? Well, I, I don't know. Like, we'll take example of some of the guys and, and girls in our in our group. You know, some of them are more towards getting started. Like some of them are launching gyms right now, like literally in the process of it. Right. So, I mean, they're, I would say most important thing are really the three things which are marketing sales and fulfillment. I mean, they don't, they haven't built big teams yet. Some of them are just, you know, kind of solar partners and their main thing is like, you know, grow revenue, get sales, grow revenue and deliver, right. Making sure that you deliver on a promise. So when you look at your day, and you break it down, I mean, what are some things? Like you should block out specific time to market, whether that's organic or paid, right? You should obviously have blocked out times for strategy sessions, calls, follow-up, because that's your sales. And, and I think sales is everything from, you know, marketing is also sales, but, you know, we've talked about that before, but talking, talking about like following up with leads, contacting new leads, making sure that you're constantly on top of that, not having people drop through, right? And then fulfilling that, which is your actual coaching, your accountability, you know, following up with people on their nutrition, what they're doing, what they're not doing, you know, serving them with, uh, you know, content to your clients that helps them out, right? Really those three. But the, the thing is, do you have blocked out structured time for those things? Straight up, you know, like, and I, I know for a fact, I mean, one of the things people probably see, because, you know, I, I do share quite a bit of IG story stuff, um, is that, like, I work on content every day, right? So content is both, to me, is, is marketing and fulfillment because I'm putting it out to the world, but that's also for our, you know, our clients. They're learning from the, the content that, that we create. Even though they're at the gym, you know, four days a week, there's still 165 hours or whatever that they're not, you know, and they're still watching and consuming our content whether it's, you know, getting an email, watching YouTube, IG, you know, whatever it may be. Like it's cool, you know, because clients will come up and say, hey, I watched that video. Like that was cool. 
even though I coach them, they're still learning from other stuff, right? And whether it's the Vigor Life podcast, you know, we're, here we are, like we're creating content. Guess, guess what me and Krebs do every Friday? Sometimes we got to move it around, but like every Friday, almost for sure, we're shooting the podcast, right? Because guess what? It's scheduled. See what I'm saying? Like it has to be scheduled stuff. And when, you know, when I start analyzing people's, like when you get into the nitty gritty, it's kind of like nutrition coaching, right? Like where, uh, you know, precision nutrition says like, there's two magical things, right? Two magical questions or, or sentences. And when people come to me and say, Hey, uh, listen, man, like this is not working. I'm struggling with X, Y, Z. I'm like, okay, well, what have you done here? You know, and then they'll tell you something and I'll be, you know, the magic word is, okay, show me. And that's where things get a little spicy. Cause they're like, what do you mean? Well, show me, show me, show me what you did. Show me the article you wrote. Show me the Facebook post you put up. Show me the video you retargeted. Show me the ads that you ran behind it. Show me the emails that you've been sending out for the last eight weeks. And all of a sudden it's like, well, well, yeah, like, well, I did one last week, but then I really haven't done, uh, 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 right? Magic word, show me. And all of a sudden shit breaks down because there's no, there's no consistency and there's no structure. It's kind of like on and off. And, you know, the second magic question is like, when, when people are like, oh, well, I've been doing X, Y, Z. I say, well, how's that working for you? And, you know, most of the time they're like, it's not. Because yeah, they haven't put enough, I would say, thought out kind of, uh, they haven't thought it out well enough, strategized it, and then being consistent and strategic with the time that they put into it. So, you know, and, and, and we did like, I said, me and Chris were just talking about some surveys that were done and some stuff that uh, I did with Joel as far as surveys for, you know, people struggling a lot of people are putting up facebook social media posts but they don't know who they're talking to why they're putting them up and the results aren't there because they're struggling this is this is the feedback we're getting right that they're not getting results like meaning they're not generating leads so when i when i say stuff like show me and then i go like hey why did you put up this post what are you looking to do did you have a call to action are you having call to actions in your stories are you sending out emails very few people are sending out emails you see what I'm saying? I mean, look, these are all the things that like we, we help and teach in our mastermind. But once you get down to the nitty gritty, it's, it's really not there, right? It's really not there. And so, you know, like that's the thing is you start kind of going dissecting and, and it's not complex things. There are simple things, but they have to be done on a consistent basis. And like, I'm, I'm glad you asked this question because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to something. I actually mentioned this on, on the last Vigor Life podcast that is going to drop, but this is this is more of a story and analogy and something that I really uh, want to share. I feel you'll find pretty helpful. And you, I I know that you you know Groundhog Day the movie because I, I know that you love uh, Bill Murray as much as I do. Yeah, I um, it again like two weeks ago. Fuck yeah, I, I love you. Know, I love that. But the, here's the thing: like now, watching it over, I, I got a different um, view on it, right? Because I, I guess you know I'm more wise in you know, when you're working on stuff, first of all, you're not going to feel like a Decius, right? Like, uh, you know, if, if you guys obviously have read any of the Greek mythology, Decius was a hero, right? You feel more like Sisyphus. Sisyphus is the guy that like, uh, in a lot of pictures you see, he's constantly rolling this big rock up a hill, but he never gets there, right? Or for anybody that likes Star Wars, like you don't feel like Luke Skywalker, you know what I mean? You're going to feel more like Phil Connors from fucking Groundhog Day. Now, here's why. 
right? And if, and by the way, if you, if you need your memory refreshed, because some people, like, I, I talk to these youngins nowadays, they don't know which movie Groundhog Day is. Phil? Phil Connors? Yes, yes, fuck it. Anyway, so, yo, I, I really want to touch on this, because it's, a, it's 93, right? That's why maybe you don't know it, but you better go watch, back and watch that fucking movie, right? But anyways, he, you know, Bill Murray, the actor, is, is Phil Connors, who's a weatherman who gets stuck in a time loop and wakes up every morning on uh, February 2nd, which, which is actually my brother's birthday, Groundhog Day, in Puxatawney, Pennsylvania. Remember Puxatawney, Pennsylvania? Anyway, which is the home of Puxatawney Phil, who is the famous groundhog. And basically, they have this day, and it's like, depending if he sees a shadow or not, they predict whether there's going to be more, uh, six more weeks of winter. And Phil, the weatherman, hates the fucking town and kind of be, it becomes like a purgatory for him, right? He tries everything that he can think of, but he just can't make it out of town. Remember, he keeps waking up on the same day. So winter for Phil is just like endless, right? No matter what he does, he still wakes up in the same bed every morning, looks at the time. It's the same time. And, but, but here's like there's a moment in the movie where it, it's, it's really, really kind of profound because Phil looks at a couple of drunks at a uh, – it's a bar. I think it's a bowling alley or, or a bar or it's one of those anyways. And, and he goes, so he says something like, what would you do if you were stuck in one place and every day was exactly the same and nothing that you did mattered? It's, it's actually the question that, ha that has to be answered in advance of the plot of the movie. Like I know that now when I was younger, I didn't, you know, I didn't think about that shit, but here's the, yo, here's the magical thing. It's the question that we have to answer in a, in, in kind of like, in advance to the plot of our lives. Think about that. Like I'm taking a second here. Okay. You have to, you have to answer this question in your life, in your, in your art, in your business. Right. So, and the thing is, I'm not the first person to basically say that, you know, Groundhog Day is the great parable of our time. Right. Because the thing is the truly like great, uh, I will say anything, athletes, um, actors, business people, fucking fill in the blank of whatever, you know, whatever person you look up to that did something great. And uh, because what they did is like every one of those people, you know, figured out a daily practice, right? A repeatable way of working that insulates them from when, you know, they succeed, fail in the chaos of the outside world. Remember what, like, listen, listen to what I said. It insulates them from success. Because if you succeed, it doesn't fucking matter. You go back and you, you do the work because you have a daily practice. If you fail, you go back to a daily practice. If there's chaos, you go back to your daily practice. Right? That everybody, every one of those people has identified like shit that they want to spend their time on and they work at it every day no matter what. The thing is whether, they're, you know, whether the work they put out was rejected, ignored, acclaimed. So if it was like, yay, fucking your work is unbelievable, you're the best they know that they're still going to get up tomorrow and do their work. Right. And, and the truth is like, we have so little control of our lives. I mean, what I mean by that is like, we have a lot of control of our lives, but what I mean, there's a little control of our lives is there's a lot of shit that we can't control. The only thing that we can really control is what we spend our days on, what we work on and how hard we work on it and how focused we are when working on it. Right. It, it may seem like a stretch, but I really think the best thing that you can do if you want to, you know, make great shit, I'm just going to put it into that category is pretend that you're staring in your own, starring your own uh, kind of like Groundhog Day remake. Yesterday's over. Tomorrow may never come. There's just today and what you can do with it.
Ooh, that's deep. Well, I will say this. One quick and simple action to stop overwhelm is to simplify your life, right? It's to simplify what's going on, step back, create space, meditate, even if it's five minutes, breathe. And then you can look at the facts of the situation. Now, these are tools that we teach and, and this stuff works. You know, when you think about overwhelm, it's like standing at the bottom of a mountain and expecting yourself just to leap to the top. And there's no way to feel like that's not a, a, a big task that's overwhelming. You know, also take some time and stop letting input come in, meaning stop consuming content except ours, <laughs> but stop looking to so many people for so many answers. And at a certain point, you have to trust your own instincts. You have to know if you're not being efficient. If you're procrastinating, there's a reason behind all those behaviors. And if we don't go to the root of it, there'll be a problem, right? And the cool part is in Groundhog's Day at the end of the whole experience, what does he have? He has this epiphany to appreciate life and stop being a dick and stop complaining. And, you know, it was a gift in the end of it all. And that's what I want you to look at. If you're feeling overwhelmed, it's just growing pains. That's really what that feeling is. It's growing pains. You're being forced to face issues and problems that you're not big enough to handle right now and it's forcing you to get better and to grow. And that's a gift. If you can appreciate it, if you can find gratitude in the process, then I believe that you'll get out of that sticky point that you're in right now in your gym because you'll be forced to grow. And if you're thankful for it, then you continue to grow. Remember, there's not one world champion. There's not one that hasn't gotten their ass kicked in some capacity at one time or another. These are the best in the world at what they do. So maybe we should stop avoiding the harsh lessons and the tough spots and just be thankful for them and understand and believe in our hearts that we're strong enough to get through it. Because if you believe, right, you are exactly who you believe yourself to be and what your capacity is and what you're capable of really starts in your own mind. Um, Luke, anything else you want to add to this conversation today? I, th I feel like we've given them a lot to think about and some direct actions that they can take. You gave them some great book recommendations and a wonderful wonderful movie recommendation um you know i think that from my point of view i don't want to overwhelm you with the podcast and i don't want us to give you more information than you need so if you need to get organized get organized if it's time to prioritize prioritize and then when it's when it's time to actually get shit done get your airplane mode going and get focused and knock that shit out so you can actually spend time with the people that you want to spend yep i'm gonna just finish on I mean, pretty much, look, if you don't have a routine, if you don't have a daily schedule, it's, it, it's crazy, straight up, seriously, because the schedule and the routine is going to defend you from, like, from chaos. And uh, I think it was Stephen Pressfield that says, the muse is ready to surprise me if I show up every day and say, want to hang out? <laughs> but, you know, Stephen Pressfield obviously has written, you know what? I'll fin if you want like a couple of books to get you fucking like in the mindset is the do the work turning pro and um, the war of art, which yeah. are three short, Excellent. short reads from Stephen Pressfield, but it's like written for, for actually for creatives on like how to beat procrastination and get your shit together. And like, man, pretty much you got to show up. Like you got to show up at a certain time, even if you can't do, you know, I'm, I Krebsy will tell you. I slept three hours. We got on, and he's like, "Oh man, like your your brain is like foggy, fuzzy." And I'm like, "Yep, absolutely." You know what I mean? Like I had a long ass day yesterday. 
built shelves till 4 a.m. Got up at like 7, 7.15 or something like that. And, um, and, you know, obviously cognitively, but guess what? I showed up at a scheduled time on a daily routine and I'm here and we're knocking shit out. Warning, warning. Please do not do what Luca does and sleep three hours. He is a cyborg or a Terminator machine from a distant planet called Slarvania. And I do not suggest that anybody does that, right? It's just a guy that can, he can operate on low sleep and it's impressive, but we're working on it with him to uh, develop a new habit of sleeping, which he's been better about, by the way. So much, much better, by the way. I'll this tell you guys this, right? normal day for me anymore. <laughs> Great, dude. And I'm, I'm proud of you for that. Daily discipline. And, and we, I call it daily discipline. It's habits, rituals, whatever you want to call it. Daily discipline is the, it's really how you open the door to re- reducing overwhelm and being more consistent because you start your morning off right as opposed to jumping right into social media, jumping right into your email, jumping right into the fires that come with, with owning a business. And I'll just answer this last question then we're going to go. People say, you know, in our group, coach, how, wh- what happens when I got to get up at 4 a.m.? and run sessions super early in the morning. I totally understand that. So I say, hey, listen, just do an abbreviated version of it. Just do a five minutes. Do as many push-ups as you can do. Do that Tony Robbins crazy breathing where you like reach up into the heavens and pull energy down. I don't care what you do. Just do something and do it consistently for the next 90 to 120 days to see how it goes. Don't quit before you even get the result from it. You, You get mad at your clients for doing the same thing. So don't be a hypocrite. Give yourself time, space, energy, and be intentional with what you want to create so that you cannot feel overwhelmed. You can feel like overjoyed because you're getting the results that you actually want. And guys, that's, we're going to wrap it up today. So that's episode number 24 of Yo, the Business and Fitness Podcast with me, Steve Krebs, and our main man, Luca Hosevar. Uh, some cool stuff coming up, just so you guys know. Um, obviously, we're accepting applications into the Yo, Grow Your Gym Mastermind. If you go to yogrowyourgym.com, you check that out. Um, all the things that we talked about, we'll be sharing with you guys on our social media at Luca Hosevar on IG at Steve Krebsy with an I on IG for myself. And just keep your eyes peeled as well as uh, we have a mastermind meeting coming up in Seattle, June 5th and 6th. And then obviously the big granddaddy of them all, Vigor Summit, October 1st through the 3rd. Oh, yes. In Seattle. We got some man. We got some dope ass speakers again this year. I, I, it's hard to think that we out, have outdone ourselves from changing the game one, changing the game two, bigger summit on our third one of those. And I think, I believe, I'm going to go out on a limb and believe, I think this is going to be the best one. So uh, we'll have a link up for you guys very soon for early bird tickets. I know we're going to get a ton more people this year. So make sure you guys lock that stuff down. We've got a really cool setup for our VIP guests as well. And obviously, our Yo Grow Your Gym people get VIP access anyway because they get treated that way. You know what I'm saying? All right, guys. I'm going to wrap it up. Episode number 24. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.